Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? Here at The Receptionist, we love to collaborate, we love to have fun, and we love to be outdoors. So for us, it was a no-brainer to partner in 2019 with The Brain Run, a 5K run that was launched by Kristen Gilchrist and her family as part of the Mindshine Foundation. On this episode of the Fabric Podcast, we're joined by Kristen, and she talks about how she and her family members were inspired to start The Brain Run, and how they're really working to end the stigma around mental health, gain more awareness for really important issues, and raise money for services that people need, and foundations doing fantastic work. So Kristen shares all about what it was like to plan and launch a 5K run the first time out, what they've learned, what they're going to do differently in 2020 and beyond, and what it was like to work with us here at The Receptionist to help them get this off the ground. Stick around and enjoy the episode. Kristen, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. So share with us about The Brain Run. How did it come about? Who was behind it? And tell us what the event is. We know about it, but our listeners don't know. Okay, great. Um, well, about two years ago, my husband and I and our kids were talking about how it seemed like we just kept hearing about more and more people that we knew in our family, our friends, our community that were struggling with their mental health. And we were just talking about how we'd like to be able to contribute to the, the solution to help find some answers um, because we just hate to see anybody struggling. and. So we started thinking about what we could do and we're not mental health professionals and we knew that that wasn't our, the way we could contribute and we um, didn't want to offer programming, but we thought, why don't we just raise money and give to some of the existing groups that are out there doing really great work. And there are a ton of groups out there really trying to make a difference in, in the mental health space. And so we started a foundation, the Mindshine Foundation, and decided that our first uh, fundraiser would be the Brain Run. We like the idea of a run for a few reasons. Um, it's exercise, which is great for our brains. It's getting together with other people, sharing a common cause, and being outside. And so it just seemed like it made sense to to um, try and do a run at least. And that was kind of how it started. And, and we had our first run last year, and it was a lot of fun. It was at Sloan's Lake, and we had a great turnout for our first year, and it was it was really fun. So we'll do it again this year. I love that. I think that's, you know, a lot of times people feel like I want to do something. I want to help. And they don't, they don't know what to do. And sometimes we donate money, right? Because we're like, well, that feels important. So I love that you went once, well, it's more than one step further. You went a few steps further to really think of how can we contribute and you created something that is going to really make a big difference. So that's, that's amazing. So share a little bit more about sort of the mission of the brain run and more specifically the Mindshine Foundation. So our mission is really um, threefold, I guess. It's primarily to raise money for existing groups. And one of the things we're really proud of is that we were able to underwrite the cost of the brain run last year and we will again this year so that 100% of the registration proceeds can go to um, other charities that are doing great work in in research, education, and awareness. Um, We also really wanted to um, fight stigma with this event. And I think bringing people together and talking about mental health and coming out for a common cause helps to, to make some traction against stigma yeah, because that's one of the things that we know is that people are reluctant to get help when they, when they need it and they wait too long and then it can be harder 
to come back if you're going if you're in a bad place. So we wanted to um, to do that with our with our with the run, and then we also um, wanted to uh, have raise awareness for these groups that are already out there, and so that's what we did with the expo. Um, I started building the website for the red and I was looking at, at existing mental health groups and I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I've lived in Colorado for 20 years and there were so many groups that I hadn't heard of. And I thought if I, if I haven't heard of them, I'm sure I'm not the only one. And so how can we bring exposure to these groups? And so we um, started making call. I started making calls and contacting them and saying, would you be interested in participating in a mental health expo? You know, we'd love for you to be able to just share what your organization does. We know different things resonate with different people, and there are lots of things we can do to improve our brain health, but we just have to take action. And so whether that's volunteering with Project Helping or getting involved in a community garden through Denver Urban Gardens or you know, doing something with the National Park Service, they have lots of programs. Um, we, we knew that we just wanted to help people, expose people to these things with the expo. Yeah, I love that. Again, it's you you had an idea and a desire to help and shed light on an area that's so important and and stigmas and raise money and you did all of that. And I just think that's so impressive. And I want to go back to something you said that you wanted to make sure that everything you raised went to these other programs. And I think that's so important because as a potential participant, I think we always wonder like how much really is going to help and how much is going to to fund behind the scenes. So it's really impressive that the first year out, you managed to create this in a way that all proceeds went to support what you are passionate about. Thank you. Yeah, we were really excited about that because sometimes I've, I've kind of looked into it a little bit and some of the races that, you know, talk about partnering with charities, the amount they actually give is pretty small. Yeah. And so we were really excited that we can just say a hundred percent is going to charity and, um, I can tell you a little bit about the charities that we supported, if you'd like. Yeah, that would be great. Tell us more. So the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation, we donated 50% of the race proceeds to them because they're just doing really interesting work. And I'd encourage anybody to sign up for their newsletter because there's always something I'm like, wow, I didn't know that, you know, but they're doing work on the brain-gut connection. They're studying how sleep impacts our mental health. Um, electric magnetic stimulation. It's just really interesting. They're just doing a ton of great studies and research. Um, we donated to the Jed Foundation and they do a lot of public awareness campaigns. They've partnered with Billie Eilish and Ava Max and done some really great, you know, to, to get the word out to uh, the younger generation, they, you know, people that resonate with them. And we donated to Mental Health Colorado um, and they do a lot of work with lobbying for more money for mental health and for better coverage um, from our insurance companies. And so that's really important work too. And then we were able to, through um, other donations, support the I'm Alive group and they train crisis counselors and they um, use that money to train crisis counselors in Colorado. Wow. It just, your story gets more and more amazing because not only were you donating, but you donated to such important um places that were doing good work across the board with mental health. So I think that's so amazing. So what was the total amount of money raised that you were able to donate to these existing places? We donated $24,000 last year and we're wow. hoping to do it this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, to do that on year one is really impressive. So, so let's, let's back up because obviously the outcome was fantastic and it sounds like you met your goals, but what was it like to really plan and execute an event, not just a 5k, 
but also an, an expo that went along with it? Well, it was it was definitely a new experience for me. I've been a stay-at-home mom for 20 years. And so um, it was interesting. The first thing I learned was that it's not as easy to get park space in Denver as I thought it would be. Um, it's, you know, Denver is, it's a big city and there are lots of events. And so that was interesting. And in fact, it pushed us back probably a year because we had to reserve our spot that early. So that was, that was really interesting. Um, and I was lucky to work with a great group, um, House Sports, and they helped with the, a lot of the logistics, um, permits, and race day itself, mapping out the course and doing the timing. So that was a huge, huge help. Um, so a lot of my time was really spent on the expo and making those initial contacts and, and persuading people that it would be a good use of their time and resources to come out. Um, it was harder last year for sure because I didn't have um, an existing event, you know. And so this year that piece is much easier because almost all of our expo partners will be back and we're adding some new partners that we're really excited about too. Yeah, I would imagine year two becomes easier for a lot of reasons. And I have to go back to what you said about being a stay-at-home mom. I bet you were well prepared for a <laughs> lot of these things um, as a work-from-home mom. You know, I think with trying to get people to volunteer and all of the, the management pieces. I bet you were well prepared to plan and execute this sort of event and expo. So is, just, yeah, actually a lot of what I've done over the last 20 years probably did prepare me for this. So, yeah. So I, you, you were probably better prepared than you thought. So, so what, what went well in year one and what went not so well in year one, which was 2019 for anyone listening, the, the first annual we'll say it was in 2019. Right. Um, I think we got really lucky with beautiful weather the day of the event. And so that was wonderful. Um, we, uh, we offered yoga before the race, Yoga Pod Denver West hosted a yoga class and we had a great participation for that. And I just remember at one point, I just took a breath and looked out and saw all these people in the, in the field at Sloan's Lake with the mountains there and the lake. And it was so pretty um, that I just remember looking out and seeing that it just was a great feeling to see everybody participating and yoga is so good for us and mindfulness. And it just really came together. And I was really pleased with how the expo came together too, because we did have a lot of diverse groups there. Um, I mentioned Project Helping and Denver Urban Gardens, but we had, um, oh gosh, I'm um, we just had a ton of groups that were um, you know, really diverse. This year we'll have the Imagine Project, um, and they do a journaling project in schools. Um, the uh, Curiosity Cruiser from the Museum of Nature and Science is coming, which I think will be really fun. Um, so I think Very it'll cool. be cool. Yeah, um, it sounds like so, so many different groups were were involved to to be there and to participate, and that's amazing. So did anything not go so well last year? I think um, one thing that will that will tweak this year is where the race start started and finished. Mm -hmm. I think we can shift that to make it um, a little bit more user friendly to meet the expo and use our space a little bit more efficiently. We'll do that differently this year. Got it. Well, if I mean, if that's the only tweak from year one, I've got to say you're you're doing really well. So, um, so how did you get connected with us at the receptionist to sponsor the event? Share a little bit about how that came about that was just one of those things. I opened up my email one day and I had an email from Tom Foster saying, Hey, we saw your website and we're interested in getting involved and helping. And, you know, 
it was, it was a real roller coaster for me planning the first year. And so that was one of those days where I was like, Oh, it's, it's going to come together. It is going to work. People are going to see it. And so, um, Tom, that's how he reached out was through email. And I responded and said, we'd love to have your help and participation. And, and so the receptionist ended up sponsoring the race photos, the digital downloads last year, and they had volunteers there and they sponsored a team and they came with great enthusiasm. And it was just really fun to see that. Yeah. Well, basically all of our team members love to be outdoors. So just on its own, uh, a race of this kind is very much up our alley, but then also, you know, how we feel about supporting mental health and what you're doing. And a lot of our customers are in the mental health space. Um, it just, it was a great fit. So we were so excited to connect with you on that. And what was it like teaming up with us to, to make this a success? You guys were just really easy to work with, you know, um, anytime there was an issue or a question, you know, somebody would reach out and we would work it out. Um, it was just seemed really seamless. It just was easy. And just the amount of volunteers that you guys were able to contribute and, and have people out there with just great energy was, was awesome. Oh, good. Well, we're, we're looking forward to it again this year. So what does the future of the event look like? We know that the 2020 date is planned and things are underway. So tell us a little bit more about this year and maybe even beyond. Right. Um, so this year, I don't think things will be a lot different other than that we're bringing in a few more groups. Um, like I said, it seems like every month somebody says, do you know about this group or have you heard about these people? And I'm like, no, you know, I haven't. So, um, so that's great to be able to give more groups opportunity to, um, spread awareness about what they were doing. And, um, another thing that the foundation is doing this year is that we're going to start selling candles to, raise money um, for mental health groups as well. And we're donating hundred percent of the profits from the candles to different groups. And I think um, we should be, so keep an eye on our social media because we'll be sending uh, information about that out in the next few weeks, I hope. And, you know, we're hoping to partner with different groups and, you know, maybe one month we'll be able to um, contribute everything we raise to, you know, a specific local charity. Last year, we sort of took a bigger umbrella approach to who we donated to because you know, there are a lot of um, smaller groups that you know work with specific schools or in specific communities, but we really wanted to make it an event for the greater Denver area. And so, but with the candle sales, we're thinking that maybe we can, contrib- can um, contribute to some of these smaller groups. So uh, there's a group in Evergreen called Resilience 1220, and they provide free counseling to um, kids between the ages of 12 and 20, but they need money to do that. And so we're hoping that maybe we can partner with them one month and everything we raise will go to them. So that's our newest venture that we're really excited about and hope that that we can um, roll that out smoothly. Yeah. And do you see this being uh, an annual run and something that will be happening for years to come? What do you think is, is a longer term future for the brain run? I think so. I mean, I'd love to see this become an annual run. I, you know, at some point we may have to look at another um, location because Sloan's is not, can't accommodate a huge number of people. It's great for us right now. And like I said, finding a spot is hard in Denver because there are so many events going on all the time. Um, but I'd love to see this continue. It, it was a lot of fun for us to put on and my family came into town and everybody helped and it was, you know, it was just a great day. Um, so I think it will be, and then we'll try and branch into other fundraising so that we can continue to support mental health in, in a lot of different areas. 
Yeah, I love that. Well, we certainly hope that this is first and second annual of many more things to come. And, you know, I hope that we even see this spread beyond the Denver area and maybe, you know, the brain run expands to support mental health in other areas as well. So this is really exciting what you're up to. And we're, we're so glad to have partnered with you on last year's run and look forward to this year. Any parting thoughts for our listeners today? Well, I guess I would say go to the brainrun.org website and register. Also, we have an action page on the website and it's a great resource for, um, you know, getting tips on things that you can do every day to influence your brain health. We really want to talk to people about prevention and acting early before they have major problems. And it can be things like, you know, um, doesn't have to be big things. It can be a gratitude journal or, you know, trying to make an effort to drink more water, get outside in nature. I mean, science supports so many of these things that we can do every day to support our brain health. And so I think we need to shift our way of thinking um, as a society so that we're, not, we're acting just much earlier to take care of our brains. Um, so you can visit brainrun.org and the action page there has a lot of great tips. Great. Well, if anyone is on our site, we will link to those or you can just, you know, pick up your phone and go to brainrun.org and find everything you need. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today and for really, you know, creating such an awesome event that is helping um, really meet a very important need of getting funds out there, spreading awareness and trying to end that stigma around mental health. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much. We just love what Kristen and her family were inspired to create and look forward to running with them this year and beyond. If you'd like to learn more, visit brainrun.org. And even if you're not in the Denver area, check them out. They are doing amazing things. On behalf of the team here at The Receptionist, thanks for listening to The Fabric Podcast. If you'd like to know more about what we do, go to thereceptionist.com where you can watch webinars, read blogs, and even sign up for a 14-day free trial. See you on the next episode.